0: It's it's jonesing for some buns, got a hunch, dinner's in the hutch. Don't, they're too fast. Eat impossible rabbits, it's already
1: dead.
2: Welcome to We Should Know Better, the podcast where we hitchhike our way through Wikipedia. I am your host tonight, Hopalong Timothy, and with me, as always, are my entrees. Oh,
3: I I thought you were going like a Western theme.
0: Almost. Um, uh, I'm Kyle.
2: (laughs) Uh, I'm Sky. All right. (laughs) What we do here is we head from one page on Wikipedia to another out there in the great yonder by clicking from link to link on each page we find. What uh, Kyle and Sky will be racing to tonight are, uh, we'll be starting on Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Oh. And we'll be ending okay. on barbecue like sauce. Like, actually, who
0: did it? Or just the mo-
2: Uh
0: The movie. Like, are we supposed to know who framed him? <laughs> no, but, I mean... Is that part of the Spoiler game? alert!
3: Jeez. You should know by
2: now who framed Roger Rabbit. I was I, very young when I watched this. It what if I hadn't bad, seen it? It's the bad guy, right? I mean, yeah, it is the bad guy. <laughs> yes, it's the okay. bad guy. I mean... You can't be a good guy and, and frame someone for, for murder.
3: What? what? What if you Judge. do it for good reasons, though? Judge Dark. Hey, spoilers!
2: <laughs> so, yeah, we're going from Who Framed Roger Rabbit to Barbecue Sauce. What? Barbecue Sauce, huh? Barbecue Sauce. Okay. okay. Uh, so, uh, to determine who goes tonight, I have a little thought experiment for you. Oh, no. Where I was thinking about rabbits, and I was thinking about Barbecue Sauce.
3: W- what? Uh-huh.
2: And I realized that A big thing right now is the fact that, uh, like, the Impossible Burger. Alternatives Mm -hmm. to meat. Okay. So, I want both of you to imagine that you are uh, part of a company that is creating um, an alternative to rabbit meat. Oh. So, like, Impossible Rabbit. Uh, However, in, in in our part of the world, rabbit doesn't really... Get eaten Mm. to begin with that much In in certain areas of course It it does yes but maybe not In your common suburban Midwestern uh, Paradise So I'd like Each of you to give me a pitch That simultaneously tells People that They should really start eating rabbit But they should not Eat actual Rabbit (laughs) That they should eat Impossible Rabbit. <laughs> Go.
0: Is it called Impossible Rabbit? Oh yes. goodness. Okay. Okay. Sorry, I was just my brain was furiously like, oh god, we're gonna have to yeah, name whatever too. this thing is,
2: so I gotta come up with a name. I was also spending
3: <laughs> okay. all my CPU doing that exact thing.
2: <laughs> I I tried I tried hard to portmanteau it, but it just was and not Hossabunny.
3: working. Nope.
2: Oh well nope.
3: that's not far off. I'm 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 like yeah, that's that's not like, bad. That's yeah, not terrible. Sixty percent there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, all right. So we gotta we gotta get people to want to eat rabbit, but not real rabbit.
0: But not right. real rabbit. We've got to swerve on them like midway. <laughs> yep, midway through.
3: All right. Uh oh, jeez.
0: I gotta open up a Google Doc. Oh my gosh! On my, <laughs> run down my page. <laughs> In yeah. serious um no i just like, <laughs> sort
3: of i gotta think about this too for a second i guess oh man tim you, you gave us a tough one tonight
2: i know i i honestly i tried coming up with a different game like what are different uh names for you know rabbit dishes around the world and and most rabbit. of them are just <laughs> rabbit something so that's like that's not a game <laughs>
3: um all right okay um i think i've got something i guess
2: all Wait. right give me give me your elevator pitch <laughs> i i don't
3: i don't really know if this is even worth an elevator pitch to him
2: <laughs> give me as an escalator
3: Oh no that's even longer like those do you know how long an escalator anyway
2: washing your hands at the at the public restroom sink pitch
3: actually yeah that's this is more this is that okay. yeah so uh, you know how you know, you know fast food right everyone loves fast food everyone likes burgers everyone likes to uh, get food that they can pick up and run uh, run with real quick right of course so how about food that actually is fast you take, uh, you have your cows and everything. That that's great, but they're super slow. In fact, uh, what would be even cooler is if your food could run really quickly. Uh, I guess before it was was still before it was food. Uh, but you know uh, that having that food be real fast that's that's very cool. But uh, it what would make this even tougher, or the thing that makes this um, the thing that you actually want though, because. Catching really fast food, like actual fast food, super difficult.
2: Sounds exhausting. So why
3: don't you get? Of. What's it that? It sounds exhausting. Yeah. Thank you for saying. I, you know what? You're right. You're right, Tim. And uh, the the but we can do this better though. I think I think the better way is the Impossible Bunny Burger. Nope, that still doesn't work. The Impossible Bunny.
2: <laughs> impossible Bunny. The Impossible bunny This is <laughs> the Impossible Burger. This is burger. not
3: getting. <laughs> <laughs> this is not getting better, but I'm still pushing it. <laughs> uh so it is it is fast food, but it comes to you. And that's uh, and that's why you should try it you should try this burger. Patty? What what even would they be? Oh no! Be like would they be pork. like no you know like rabbit tenders like feet like the
2: Oh like <laughs> Oh no? <laughs>
3: This is getting worse. I, I'm just like I'm pulling molded, the plug,
2: molded into like the shape
0: of the feet. <laughs> oh, so,
3: uh, get me out of here,
2: Sky! <laughs> yes, yeah, Sky, it's your turn.
0: So as I was desperately uh, trying to come up with a name, like an alternate name for imp- Impossible Rabbit, <laughs> I wasn't really listening. And I thought you just wanted us to come up with a slogan, not necessarily like a pitch. All right. So oh, I boy. just have the slogan and the the. Um, both the grammar and, like, the punctuation is very important for it, so I'm going to send it to you. Oh my
2: gosh. <laughs> it's, it's
0: Jones in for some buns. Got a hump. much. Don't. They're too fast. Eat impossible rabbits. It's already dead. <laughs> I decided to put an M-dash in there, and I <laughs> yeah. put it in the wrong place, but I decided
2: to keep it. <laughs> Jones in for some buns.
0: I came up with that first... True. <laughs> so true.
2: Is that so, Sky? Got a hunch. Dinner's in the hutch. I like that. I like yeah. that a lot. We we might have to. We might have Hold to on. take Jones in for some buns back into the workshop, though. Because
3: <laughs> no, it's perfect
2: bun buns. Uh. Yeah, that's, <laughs> what,
3: that's what you're missing. It's that.
2: don't. They're do too fast. Eat impossible rabbit It's already. I feel like it ends on a dire note. <laughs> Dead. It's already dead. <laughs> oh, jeez.
1: Uh,
3: <laughs> oh boy, uh, this, this episode is a success already. Yep. I <laughs> Good work in job,
1: uh,
3: You do.
2: <laughs> I do.
3: So I looked up. Yeah, I looked up um, "impossible" in the thesaurus to get some other words that we might be able to use. Instead of just impossible bunny to try to make a thing that goes with this. And here's what the Thesaurus says that we should use as the I and these are technically correct, but I'm putting them in front of Rabbit and it's just making it worse. There's absurd rabbit, hopeless, impassable, and Let's
2: my not favorite impassable. <laughs> yeah, that's not that's not gonna work.
3: My favorite is inaccessible. <laughs>
2: Inaccessible
3: bun. (laughs) Oh, goodness. Preposterous is pretty good, though. That's pretty good. (laughs) Mm. Oh, goodness.
2: So, uh... I'm sorry. I gotta 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 give it to Skye. Really? Yes, because (laughs) I I love Gotta Hunch, Dinner's in the Hutch. I love that part. That is the crack before it shifts. (laughs) Very (laughs) quickly. Don't do fast. I mean, yeah. If that wasn't there, I would have had to. I would have had to give it to to Kyle. <laughs> but I just love oh, that you used Hutch. That was great. The rest Good of it, job, like I said, Scottie. needs work. Thank you.
0: I don't uh... know. Depends. <laughs> <laughs> what asking, yes.
2: So we are starting once again on "Who Framed Roger Rabbit." Yeah, a film that is thirty-one years old
0: yeah and
2: nobody else really seems to have done what it has done as well as it did
3: i mean you can't it's mm. yeah it would be really difficult
0: it was its whole thing its whole budget
3: yeah and i mean not to mention that you mean specifically like the humans acting around uh cartoons right? right Well, it was, like, right in that perfect area of where the cartoons couldn't be made to look real enough, where we weren't hitting the Uncanny Valley constantly.
1: Mm.
3: At least, that's my read.
0: Yeah, and also it's, like, it was the movie's thing. Like, it mm-hmm. was the first one to, like, really do it, at least at, like, this scale. Like, if if another movie tried to do it, it'd be like, oh, they're just doing the the Roger Rabbit thing. Like yeah, I, yeah, exactly. It that's would be true. a lot of work for not as much payoff, I think. But yeah, it's yeah, 1988, that's wild. Robert Z- Zemeckis?
2: Yep, Robert Zemeckis. Uh
0: yeah. He's he directed it. It's based on a novel. 1981. I'm looking novel. at the novel. Who censored I, Roger Rabbit?
3: I thought it was. Uh it is it is a British novel, which should make so much sense. Um yeah yeah uh the the big twist or the big uh he's a um he's a comic strip character not a cartoon character but a comic strip character in the in the novel
0: That makes sense mm-hmm. yeah if it's if it's the uh the medium
3: wow it took seven years the the novel came out in eighty one took seven years to to make it to film that's surprising that's a really long time from the book appearing to them saying like yeah we can make this happen but with a again a movie of the, that scale i guess
0: yeah set in hollywood during the late 1940s where cartoon characters and people coexist the film follows eddie valiant a private detective who must exonerate tune i.e cartoon character thank you <laughs> roger rabbit who is accused of murdering a wealthy businessman um do, 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 do. yeah Steven Spielberg, producer, whatever. Sure. Uh, da, 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 da. Cool. I don't think we need to go through the plot too much unless there's something
2: good in here, right? Um,
0: uh, it does together. contain it's the phrase fine.
2: anthropomorphic taxicab.
0: Oh, yeah, that taxicab. Eddie Valiant is, is. He just doesn't like the tunes, right? Isn't that his thing? Yeah, yeah because he doesn't his brother. trust them.
2: Yeah. Because a tune killed his brother or partner yeah his brother, his brother. teddy yeah.
0: he lapsed into alcoholism lost his sense of humor and vowed never to work for tunes again <laughs> yeah oh they killed mr acne mm-hmm. i didn't know that
3: oh yeah i forgot about that
0: judge doom is to Toontown's intimidating superior court judge what yeah it's <laughs> just...
3: literally just his name
0: okay he has he created a toxic substance called Dip that is capable of killing a Um uh, Yeah. That's, you know, I don't want to spoil this movie for anyone who hasn't seen oh,
3: it. Oh, now you don't.
0: <laughs> no. That, um, I
3: will say that this movie had some of the most horrific things I saw as a kid and like impacted me in, yeah. in a way that I was not able to deal with.
0: I can't, yeah, I, I can't like remember the plot very much, but I remember a few scenes. Oh yeah.
2: I like in the in the cast part here where it, uh, it talks about who, you know, who the voices of the characters, it's like, Mel Blank voiced Bugs Bunny, Daffy Duck, Porky Pig, Tweety, and Sylvester. Uh, Joe Alasky voiced Yosemite Sam and Foghorn Leghorn. Wayne Albine voiced Mickey Mouse. Then it goes down to like Russie Taylor voiced Minnie Mouse and some birds. (laughs) Just some birds.
0: Some birds.
3: Some birds. birds.
0: I think I know what birds are talking about, though.
3: I actually do too. Oh my God.
0: Uh, this movie
3: really impacted us, apparently.
0: Yeah. It's talking about how the writers studied Walt Disney and Warner Brothers cartoons. Of course they did. Um, the Cloverleaf streetcar subplot was inspired by Chinatown. Like
3: the
2: movie?
0: Yeah.
3: It, I guess. Yeah, maybe.
0: Price and Siemens says that the Red car plot, suburb expansion, urban, and political corruption really did happen. In Los Angeles during the 1940s, car and tire companies teamed up against the Pacific Electric Railway system and bought them out of business. Where the freeway runs in Los Angeles is where the red car used to be. Wow. Dang. That's funny.
3: I mean, mean, sort of.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Hitler's final solution is here, and it's
2: linked. That's interesting.
0: Oh, they're comparing Judge Doom's uh, "The Dip." Mm. Mm. Doom was originally the hunter who killed Bambi's mother. What? Wait, what? That's what it says here. It's cited: "Who shot Roger Rabbit?" nineteen nineteen eighty six script. What? Wow. Wow. Benny Cab was first conceived to be a ball. Volkswagen Beetle before being changed to a taxi cab. Ideas originally mm. conceived for the story also included sequences set, uh, set at Marvin Acme's funeral, whose attendees included Eddie, Foghorn, Lighthorn, Mickey Mouse, Minnie Mouse, Tom and Jerry, Heckle and Jekyll, Chip and Dale, Mighty Mouse, Superman, Popeye, Olive Oil, Bluto, uh, Clarabelle Cow, and the Seven Dwarves in cameo appearances, oh, wow. oh, yeah. but <laughs> not the coyote? What? That's so bizarre.
2: That's true. I if you're going to deal with acne. Have,
0: maybe it's like, it never worked for me, so why I'm, <laughs> I don't have a lot of right. confidence in your product, or you as a person. Let's see.
2: Uh, Christopher Lloyd. Oh, oh
0: go ahead. Uh, before finally agreeing on Who Frames Roger Rabbit as the film's title, working titles included Murder in Toontown, Toons, Dead Toons Don't Pay Bills, Oh boy. The Toontown trial, trouble in Toontown, and Eddie goes to Toontown.
1: <laughs>
0: I, I mean, That's, those wow. are all the most '80s titles. Like Eddie goes to Toontown, that could just be another '80s movie.
3: Yeah, absolutely.
2: Oh, sorry, Tim. Sure. That. Uh Christopher Lloyd was cast as Judge Doom because he previously worked with Zemeckis and Spielberg on Back to the Future.
1: Sure. Oh, yeah. Lloyd
2: compared his part as Doom to his previous role as the Klingon commander, Krug, Kru? oh, in Star Trek III, The Search for Spock, both being overly evil characters, which he considered being, quote, fun to play. <laughs> Lloyd avoided blinking his eyes while on camera to perfectly <clears throat> portray the character. That's cited. Tim Curry originally auditioned for the role of Judge Doom, but after his audition, the producers found him too terrifying for the role. Yep. And the character is pretty terrifying in itself. Like, I remember watching that that as yeah. a kid, and Judge Doom was pretty darn scary, pretty scary. already, even played by Lloyd. Yeah.
3: yeah, it's not okay.
2: Christopher Lloyd or Christopher Lee was also considered for the role in Turn It Down. Uh and other considerations were John Cleese, Roddy McDowell, Eddie Deezen, and Sting. Sting? Sting really? That's what it says <clears throat> Well Um. Oh, here's another cute little thing. Uh, Doom uh, was supposed to have an animated vulture sit on his shoulder, but that was deleted due to the technical challenges. He was also supposed to have a suitcase of 12 small animated kangaroos that would act as a jury by having That's their joeys pop boy. out of their pouches, each with letters when put together would spell, You are guilty. That's wow. great. <laughs> this cut for budget and technical reasons. <laughs>
0: <clears throat> There's a, a proposed sequel
2: Spielberg Disposed oh, Roger Rabbit again With J.J. Abrams
3: <laughs> Oh boy It's
0: almost like, man, I don't know It's almost like a handful of people just have all the power And influence in Hollywood, guys mm. Real strange it's Very strange um, Abrams' outline was eventually abandoned Nat Malden was hired To write a prequel title uh, Roger Rabbit, The Toon Platoon Um, It featured many cameo appearances by characters from the golden age of of American animation. It began with Roger Rabbit's early years living on a farm in the Midwestern United States with human Richie Davenport. Roger Roger travels west to seek his mother in the process meeting Jessica Krupnik, his future wife, a struggling Hollywood actress. While Roger and and Richie are enlisted in the army. Uh, Jessica is kidnapped and forced to make pro-Nazi Germany broadcasts. <laughs>
3: oh my God! Roger and
0: Richie must save her by going into Nazi-occupied Europe, accompanied by several other tunes in their army platoon. After their triumph, Roger and Richie are given a Hollywood Boulevard parade, and Roger is finally reunited with his mother and father. Bugs Bunny. Bugs what? Bunny is his dad. That's not. That's apparently canon
3: it's cited twice somehow
0: <laughs> later retitled the script who discovered Roger rabbit. Uh, and then Spielberg said, nah, I can't, satir- I can't satirize Nazis after, after doing Schindler's list. Yeah. It's like, good probably, job Spielberg. Probably good call. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Uh, I gotta go to, gotta go to, to barbecue sauce. Yep. Yeah. um, there's Disney princesses here. Famously Loving into barbecue, barbecue sauce. sauce. Yeah, uh, yeah.
3: They love barbecue sauce.
2: Let's see.
3: <laughs> There's like a whole song about it in The Little Mermaid, I think.
2: <laughs> yeah, that classic <laughs> tune. Now you're trying to make me like come up with a song about barbecue sauce that would be in The Little Mermaid?
0: I am, in fact, yes. I mean... Tim Curry's
2: here. I could do it if it was tartar sauce, but crazy
3: tartar sauce hit hit me with this tim what what's the tartar sauce song
2: oh you're not getting me in like that
3: (laughs) you don't have to sing it you just just what's the title of it give me give me the title um uh is it based off like
2: a uh tartar eclipse of the shark whoa
3: nope all right we're out we're out everybody
2: (laughs) i i regret my choice guys (laughs) Uh I'm still
3: looking
0: here. We got anthropomorphic. We've already been there, I think. Uh Invisible Ink. Hmm. You can get that on your hands like barbecue sauce. (laughs) Patty cake is food. (laughs) It's not. It's not. Patty cake is a food. It's not though. No. Wiley Coyote is in this, but he's not they didn't have him at the funeral. Man. Uh Daffy Duck, Porky Pig. One of these is a chicken. (laughs) 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 Where is it? Foghorn (laughs) Leghorn. I'm clicking on (laughs) Foghorn (laughs) Leghorn. One of these is a chicken. (laughs) uh, Well,
3: (coughs) not wrong. You know what? Uh, Here's the thing. I am going the food route. Um, I am clicking Patty Cake. I know it's not food. Uh, But... Uh, I know it has to do with food, and hopefully that gets me there. Okay. I think that gives me the closest chance other than Foghorn Langhorn, which I was going to click.
0: <laughs> mm. uh, Foghorn Leghorn Because he's a chicken. He's a chicken. <laughs> <laughs> it's not linked here, though. Really? He's a really? cartoon character that appears in Looney Tunes and Mary Melody's cartoons and films from the Warner Brothers animation. Uh, he's created by Robert McKimson and writer Warren Froster. Frost.
2: There's no Frost no in there. He was <laughs> an ice cream foster. man before he Yes.
0: <laughs> he started in twenty nine cartoons from nineteen forty six to nineteen sixty four in the golden age of American animation. Um how do you guys feel about Foghorn Leghorn?
2: I've always liked I think the uh, character fine. for some reason. Yeah. He's very I one guess. note
0: Yeah. You're gonna
3: tell me he's Something to do with being racist, aren't you? No. Oh, I
0: mean, not yet. I haven't learned this What? Place. I mean, maybe. Oh. No, I always really. like, he's fine. Because he's kind of like, he's kind of a jerk, but also not. He's not yeah, trying he's,
3: to be. Yeah, I don't think, I think he's pretty earnest. He does like to get his way, but he's, like, he's I don't think he's a. an
0: earnest jerk. Like, you yes. can't blame him. But also, I wish he'd just lay, it off, lay off a little bit. You know what I mean
3: true um, uh, well he does he does get like one upped by the little chicken hawk thing apparently, uh, occasionally though yeah so like I'm a true.
2: chicken hawk
0: physically, foghorn leghorn is depicted as a tall, overweight rooster with a true. southern accent. he is easily the tallest of all the regular looney Tunes characters easily he has the a tallest. bombastic and somewhat unrefined personality added to which he shows a, a penchant for mischief. Yeah. Uh,
3: who's Aside writing this... this are they doing like a is this like a persona uh uh, uh dramatis persona like oh this is the you know like we're not we're not casting hamlet here it's 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 just foghorn leghorn
0: yes foghorn often fancied himself a mentor figure to the smaller and younger characters he encountered particularly that's true henry hawk uh tossing off oh him of a uh, self-styled agency interjected with phrases like pay attention son or look at me when i'm talking to you boy <laughs> both of which both borrowed heavily from senator claghorn's vernacular wow which is yeah what he's based on <clears throat> um he's saying camptown races apparently there's a rivalry with barn- barnyard dog <laughs> <laughs>
3: wait is that just its
2: name yeah spelled d a w g
0: of course it is his perennial prank war with Barnyard Dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
3: that's what I would say. He's a prankster. Never that's, never, that's never shows
0: how hear. this this feud started. You know what? You know what was a good Looney Tunes? What the Sheepdog? I love oh, those yeah. Sam, Ralph yeah, Sam Ralph and Sam. Yeah, yeah, those are great. Yeah. They always clock I, out at the end. It was mm-hmm. the best. Get some lunch. Yeah. It was good. It was like it's like a hybrid of Foghorn Leghorn cartoons and and. Uh, roadrunner in a way it's like the best of okay both worlds yeah i see it me. yeah i yeah, uh, a son egghead jr what yeah that wait he had a kid well maybe i maybe i'm missing this so like there's there's henry hawk uh other recurring themes throughout the cartoons include the attempts of the naive and and diminutive henry hawk to catch and eat fog, foghorn and foghorns own effort efforts to woo the widowed hen miss prissy Often oh, by baby. Yeah. Oh, it's her. It's baby babysitting her studious son, Egghead Jr. I remember this. Oh,
1: yeah.
3: Oh, okay. I do remember he this. He's also
0: joined in a few episodes by a weasel called Bill, <laughs> who <We> initially <just> <laughs> attempted to eat him, but ended up joining porches. It's out with the aforementioned canine. Wow. Which I guess is Barnyard Dog?
3: Yes. Must be. I, 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 yeah.
0: Wow, they're doing some weird stuff to Barnyard Dog in this picture. <laughs> oh, boy. He's got. He's got light bulbs in him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he made a bunch of cameo appearances. That's about all there is to Foghorn Leghorn. Um, uh-huh. But one of those cameo appearances is in uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken. There's also Oscar oh, no. Mayer. Uh, Oscar... Oscar Meyer Ooh. is a brand that might make sauce. <laughs> but Kentucky, Kentucky Fried Chicken, they don't really do barbecue. I'm gonna click on Oscar Meyer. Okay.
3: Oh okay. Um just be ready because i 'cause I'm gonna be done with this page real quick, Sky. Okay. <laughs> Cause pat-a-cake, Pat a Cake, Baker's Man is well, it it when you could bake a cake as fast as you could read this page. Or faster, rather. Um it is, a, it is one of the oldest and most widely known surviving English nursery rhymes. It has a Roud Folk Song Index number of 6486. I, don't, I didn't know that this was a thing, but apparently the Roud, that's R-O-U-D, Roud Folk Song Index is a database of about a quarter of a million references to nearly 25,000 songs collected from the oral tradition from all over the world. And it's just, it's literally just a recording of all these songs with their different, you know, lyrics, and they just have numbers assigned to them. That's it. Hmm. Um, If a trusted, oh, here, like, yeah, the purpose of the index is to give each song a unique identifier. The numbers are assigned more or less on an arbitrary basis and are not intended to carry significance themselves. However... Because of the practicalities of compiling the index, as it is true as a general rule that older and better known songs tend to occupy low numbers, while songs that are obscure have higher numbers. Closely related songs are grouped under the same route number. If a trusted authority gives the name of the song but not the words, it is assigned route number 000. Like, they don't... They don't give me any other information as to like what I guess a high number would be near the twenty five thousand or two hundred fifty thousand mark.
2: So, uh, but I'm looking at the list right now. Oh, okay. So, uh, give give me a song. I'll tell you the number.
3: Uh, Camp Town Races.
2: That's the one I, I searched for first too. R- really? Yes. Sky Sky put it in our heads. It is one one seven six eight.
3: Oh, it's on there. Yeah. Okay, uh, what about, um, oh, what's the one with the 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 blackbirds in a pie?
2: Four and 20 Yes, birds. that one. Uh, four and $20? What? I'm not finding four and 20 blackbirds. Maybe it's called something else.
3: Yeah, it's called something else, though. Oh, geez. Sky, do you not know this? You have a... <clears throat> You have a young child. Why, why are you not singing <laughs> these
2: blackbirds. Yeah.
3: Uh, what's oh, the no. song? Sing a called? song of
2: sixpence.
3: That's it. Sing, Sing a, song a song of sixpence.
2: One three one nine one.
3: Oh, that's pretty low.
2: Strangely that's enough, right? there's an entry one four zero zero four. No okay. record. What? Oh, they just. <laughs> <laughs> it's so obscure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's, I don't know there's if you've heard of this song 177, 194. There's a bunch of them that just have no record as if they have been expunged That's from great. history you gotta get down to it and
3: maybe it's like they had a, a listing there but like it's too or it got disproven like oh yeah no I guess this is newer this isn't an actual folk song
2: this would make a but this would, would make they... a good creepy pasta <laughs>
3: i okay but like you just have like it's just a bunch like do the numbers mean anything is that like what okay number find find our number here uh number, six four eight six patty
2: cake uh number one three 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 twas you sir
3: oh that classic
2: uh one two two five coridon and phyllis
3: okay tim tim find uh find our number here 6486 for a pat of cake okay what's immediately before or after this song what's another song that is as reliable as that song
2: so it's not actually on this page what 6486 is not listed here at all i can't trust anything 6487 now. is little bo peep Oh, 6489 is okay. Hickory Dickory Dock. Hmm. 6393 three is the house of the rising sun. Nope. <laughs> yeah, what? <sighs> 6294 well, is Odd we- Lang Syne. Okay. And
3: we're back. Yeah. Okay. That's a weird. That was a weird zig. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
3: Okay, so here's the actual verse. Apparently. I always wondered if there were multiple verses to this song. It turns out there is not. It is a single verse. That's it. Uh, pat a cake, pat a cake, baker's man. Bake me a cake as fast as you can. Pat it and prick it and mark it with a B and put it in the oven for baby and me. Uh, now, according to this, uh, the earliest known recorded version of the rhyme rep- uh, appears in uh Thomas uh, D'Urfey's play The Campaigners in, from 1698, which is a lot newer than I would have expected, where a nurse says to her charges, "Um, and pat a cake baker's man, so I will master as I can, and prick it, and prick it, and prick it, and prick it, and prick it. What? It says it four times. Five times. It says it five times. Wow. And throw it into the oven. Throw it is spelled T H R O W apostrophe T into the oven, uh, and oven is capitalized there as well. Mm. Um, and they and then Mother Goose later, uh, about a hundred years after that, or closer to fifty, I guess. Uh, they they collect it as patty cake, patty cake, baker's man. That I will master as fast as I can. Pat it and prick it and mark it with a T. And there will be enough for Tommy and me. And so I, I, I like that at one point it was just about making sure the cake had or the pie had lots and lots of uh, steam vents. Uh, and then it moved on to, uh, we have to worry about whether or not there will be enough pie for everyone. <laughs> uh, interesting uh, that they mentioned here, though. Marking a pastry or baked good with an identifiable mark may stem from a time when households that did not own an oven of their own could have brought their items to a local baker or bakehouse paying to have their items finished for a small fee. Marking the pastry would have been a way to ensure the return of the proper item. That's clever and possible. It's cited, at least, to something called Horrible Histories which doesn't make me trust it any better uh it does also mention here that uh the rhyme is often accompanied by a hand clapping between two people and what it is what's linked here saying a clapping game uh and i really am desperately interested to click a clapping game i really want you guys to know this is going to be very tough for me not to do that
2: now did you see the picture on this page
3: That is exactly what I was about to share with you guys.
2: (laughs) It is titled... Because...
3: It is wonderful.
2: It is... Uh, It is captioned, uh, two young men playing patahake.
3: And it is... um, This is public domain. And I'm trying to determine... Tim, do you think this is made for Wikipedia? Someone was like, we're going to get immortalized on Wikipedia. Let's do this. This is his
0: own work. So I
3: imagine so. Uh, So these two young men here in, it is a series of four images, uh, you know, uh, one after the next. And in the first image, I really like that. They're both taking a, taking this completely seriously, absolutely straight faced, you know, not, not cracking a smile at all. And you see the, how impossible it is to play pat-a-cake without just bursting into laughter because after mm-hmm. one frame, <laughs> after a single frame, uh, the guy on the right is already like just cracking up. And the guy on the left is struggling very hard not to just start laughing. And by the end he gives in and they're both, they're both enjoying a rousing game, a clapping game of pat cake <laughs> Um, Yeah. So, here's the thing, guys. Uh, there's not anything here that has to actually do with food. My options are to either go back or click English nursery rhymes that could get me to, like, Humpty Dumpty. I
2: and mean, he was an uh, egg.
3: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, which is a food, at least. Or <laughs> I could just click a click-clapping game, because Skye's got to be on... He's got to be there. He's, he's went to KFC. Like, they... Oh, not KFC,
2: Murray.
3: yeah. Oh, I'm really <sighs> fine. You, you could know click what? on first I'll...
2: name and hope first that someone's name? been named what? barbecue sauce. <laughs>
3: um, oh man, this is a this is a real struggle for me. I want you guys to know. Um, I mm. ask ah, I'm clicking clapping game. I'm doing it.
2: Okay. Nice. Clapping game.
3: (laughs) This is all up to you, Scott.
0: (laughs) Oscar
2: Mayer. Uh,
0: It's an American meat and cold cut production company. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Uh, It's owned by Kraft Heinz. It is known for its hot dogs, Bologna, bacon, ham, and Lunchables
2: products. I like how the Lunchables is separate from the other foods. Yes. It's... It is a
0: product, for sure. German immigrant Oscar (laughs) F. Meyer, uh, he was born in 1859 and died in 1955. Uh, Nice long life. He was born in Kossingen, Germany. Uh, He began working at a meat market in Detroit, Michigan, and later in Chicago. Uh, In 1883, Meyer and his brother, Gottfried, uh, leased the calling meat market on the near north side of uh, Chicago. They sold bratwurst, liverwurst, and what? why-wurst? why, why, why brat? There's like a beta sign in there that I don't understand. Why beta-wurst? Uh, that's <laughs> where Lunchables come from. That is <laughs> a glitched popular. meat. <laughs> it's the most cyberpunk of, of sausages. <laughs> uh, which was popular in the predominantly German neighborhoods around the Chicago meat market. Uh, it grew. They expanded. Uh, they sponsored local events like the World's Fair. Uh, by 1900, the company had 43 employees, delivering all over Chicago. In uh, in 04, Oscar Mayer began branding its meats to capitalize on their popularity, beginning an industry wide trend. Um, their specialties were old world sausages and West Westphalian hams, <laughs> <laughs> which sound fake, and then followed by bacon <laughs> wieners. In 1906, Oscar Mayer & Co. was among the first to volunteer to join the newly created federal meat inspection program. Can you imagine not having a meat inspection program? I can, because it's 2019. The (laughs) (laughs) company made its first major expansion in 1919 uh, with the purchase of a processing plant in Madison, Wisconsin. Uh, The plant quickly proved to be profitable. And in 1919, Madison became the corporate headquarters, but now it's actually back in Chicago. Uh yeah, so advertisements is probably what we're what Oscar Mayer is best known for besides the Wiener Mobile, which it is just mentioned in like as like a footnote here. Uh Oscar Mayer had several advertisements on TV involving young children, including the Oscar Mayer Wiener ad in 1965. The commercial shows a young girl leading a group of children singing about what they would get if they yeah, about what they would get if they were an Oscar Mayer Wiener. Oh, they would
2: get eight
1: Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yes.
0: It was written by Richard D. Trent Lang. Trent Lang. Lang. In 1974, a TV commercial featured... uh, or sorry. A 1974 TV commercial featured four-year-old Andy (laughs) Lambrose holding a fishing rod and sandwich (laughs) while singing My Bologna Has a First Name. It's O-S-C-A-R. Became one of the longest-running TV commercials in the country because who knows? Uh. Marketing is just... (laughs) it's it's impossible lottery. it's magic it's yeah. just magic oscar meyer is known for its wienermobile which has toured the united states for over 70 years the first wienermobile was created in 1936 basically right after the made cars the wienermobile was invented <laughs> <laughs> only a few short years um yeah so i've got to click on something i think i'm going to click on kraft heinz I'm, I'm sure Heinz has made barbecue sauce
3: I feel like yeah. that's There's a high chance of that
2: Yes Clapping game uh, Man clapping look at all these games, people clapping which, It's the same guys, people I am clapping so,
3: I am so glad I clicked on this um, So anyway There's some real cute pictures here And one of which being um, This one Of a couple little kids Playing some clapping games Ah. Yeah, it's very very cute. Um, Then there's also those guys, the St. Patakate guys got on this page too. Wow,
0: really? Yeah. I wish it was a different photo though. (laughs)
3: Oh no, that would be be even better. So a clapping game is a type of usually cooperative, i.e. non-competitive, it specifies, uh, game which is generally played by two players and involves clapping as a rhythmic accompaniment to a singing game or the reciting of a rhyme, often nursery rhymes. So this begs a question: like, if if it's accompaniment to a singing game, but the game, but the rhythm game is a different game, are they playing two different games concurrently, or are they the same game?
0: Uh, I'm confused. With the question, yeah, because I was Don't worry I was it. reading about Heinz.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Good, thanks. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, Due to the communication skills and coordination required, simple clapping games are age-appropriate for children aged 24 months and above. According to this, that's cited? So there's an age limit. Someone's gatekeeping your clapping games, guys. Uh, In many cultures, and we get further gatekeeping, in many cultures, clapping games are played by both sexes and all ages. But in many European and European-influenced cultures, they're largely the preserve of girls, according to this mm. cited. What? That's cited. Why would why are why, why would you cite that? Um, anyway, not important. Um, the thing that is important, however, is that uh yeah it's blah 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 clapping uh one's own hands, the hands of a partner, uh, or uh. Clapping may include other activities such as thigh slapping or a final move such as touching the ground and freezing. And then the very important Sarah Bernstein describes 79 basic hand claps, man. And she does this in a book called hand clap, which I looked up and uh, hand clap. I'm saying it that way because it's hand clap with an, with an exclamation point. Um, this is hand Clap, Miss Mary Mack, and forty-two other hand clapping games for kids uh by by Sarah Bernstein. I'm, I'm
2: glad she specifically references hand clapping. Yeah. And not like foot clapping.
3: <laughs> it's important. Guys, I would love I, I really this this is getting generally good reviews. Thirteen yes. out of thirteen reviews, uh three out of five love it. Yeah. However, I would really like to read to you guys two of them in particular that... Oh, please do. ...are just wonderful.
0: Oh, yes. This so one of the
3: two-star reviews... Yeah, one of the two-star reviews says, um, this book has a lot of great rhymes and claps two clapping games, and it was written by a hippie-looking adolescent. Okay. There is a pretty good explanation of the claps at the beginning of the book, which is good, because many of the pictures would be impossible to figure out without it. This book is near useless, though, and since it includes no melodies... So one would either need to know the melodies, in which case you don't need the book, make up the melodies, in which case you might as well make your own rhymes and claps, or, and this is my favorite result, or speak the, the rhymes like a robot.
2: <laughs> nice.
3: And that, he says, is no fun at all. How do you know? I found this extremely disappointing. But this may be a plus for people who can't read music, he says. Um, But my favorite review is um, one one from 2008, which just is titled, Too Complicated. (laughs) Uh, And it says, I ordered this book over the holidays for a friend with three little ones, thinking it would be a fun activity for them. Uh, they ordered this in 2008. Yeah. Uh, by the way, this book is from 1997.
0: These little ones are when all I rec- grown up now. <laughs>
3: <laughs> when I received it, I looked through it and thought, "My goodness, I like that they wrote that out. My goodness, how can anyone figure out how these are supposed to sound?" I found it would take a few hours to figure it out, and so knowing my friend is a busy mom, as it would not, and as it is, would not appreciate something of this nature. The print is very small. <laughs> And I think it would be better in a spiral binding larger print and a CD along with it to give an example of how the clap is supposed to sound. I have a master's in music, and I found this confusing. Good luck for everyone else. Man. Six people found this. <laughs> See, here's well. the thing.
0: She's looking at this and saying, this is awful. You're going to have to spend all this time to figure it out. And all these four and five star reviews are like, this is fantastic. My kids spent an hour trying to figure this out. And I got to <laughs> yes. like, do the dishes.
3: Yes, exactly. Also, how about this? This book was written by a 12-year-old. She was 12. 12. When she put this together.
2: Man. You can't be a hippie at 12, can you?
3: (laughs) According according to this two-star review, you can't. Oh, man. (laughs) But, I mean, can you imagine having an actual printed published book at age 12? No. Even if it's not that you know the highest research thing but okay so not only did she get that or not only did she get noticed for that um she's she's now on wikipedia as like as as a as a actual cited expert
2: preeminent expert (laughs) on clapping games
3: (laughs) that's wonderful how cool is that oh oh guys there's a there's a separate page for jump rope rhymes?
2: Well, I mean, they're not How clapping is... rhymes, Kyle. Where else are they going to go? Oh,
3: no. <laughs> Guys, this is only going to get worse.
2: Um, Yeah, I don't know. So I, I I'm looking at this list of examples of clapping games. Okay. If you removed all the context and just posted this list... I bet a lot of people would say, like, oh, this must be the track list for, like, Credence Clearwater Revival's album. (laughs) (laughs) A Sailor Went to Sea, Down Down Baby, Down by the Banks, Mary Mac, Miss Susie, I mean, Pat of Cake, that one, yeah. Peas Porridge Hot, Pretty Little Dutch Girl, Stella Ella Ola, Cup Game, Crocodilly, and Four White Horses.
3: It's either CCR or... uh 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 Fleetwood Mac one of those two Mm
1: -hmm.
3: I mean A Sailor Went to Sea is absolutely a Fleetwood Mac song
2: nice yep oh beautiful so where are you gonna go um I don't know Tim I I
3: really I I was really I I mean I was really expecting Sky to get that on that on that click honestly (laughs) Um, and I, I don't know that it's important that I actually find something else here because again, Heinz should have that on there. Uh-huh. Um, oh boy, it sounds like that. That makes it sound like there isn't. So here's the thing. Oh, goodness. There's no food linked on here anywhere. Uh, I could just go nursery rhymes and go with that. Peas Porch Hot also is a food.
2: And his link peas porridge hot, peas porridge yeah. cold, peas porridge with the sauce <laughs> <laughs> Barbecue Bold.
3: <laughs> and I'm clicking it now. Good job, Tim. Way to go. Uh, there's there's our opener, by the way, Sky.
0: <laughs> Kraft Heinz. Kraft Hines. This page is all about the merger between Kraft and Heinz, and it's all business.
3: Oh no. Yeah.
2: So yeah. I'm <laughs> click <chip>. on Heinz. <laughs> yep. Clicking on Heinz? You said? Yeah. Okay. Yeah,
0: I don't really have anything to talk about on this page. Um it's all really <laughs> boring. I can go we can go to the finances between two thousand ten and two thousand eighteen if you want, but I don't want Th- to. That's okay. The bur the the, the, the the merger did not affect the naming rights to Heinz Field, home of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Great. Alright, <laughs> clicking on Heinz. it's the saucy job. company.
3: Uh, so, peas porridge hot, peas porridge cold, peas porridge in the pot, nine days old. Some like it hot, some like it cold, some like it in the pot, nine days old. What do we think this is about, guys?
2: The Black Plague.
3: Okay. Uh, all right. You're, uh, you're
2: fired.
0: A... <laughs> <laughs> um, whether or not you like older or younger partners.
3: Yeah, we don't know. Oh. Uh, the origins of the rhyme are unknown. Oh. <laughs> the name of a type of porridge made of made from peas called peas pudding, literal peas, calls called peas pudding, and that's it. That that's it. It's what it is. <laughs> The earliest recorded version of pease porch hot is a riddle. This is a great riddle you guys uh peas porch hot peas porch cold peas porch in the pot nine days old spell me that in four letters and the answer comes i will t h a t yeah yeah
2: no it's ah oh.
3: It's um, bad anyway. It's bad. No. I, I don't Oh my gosh, guys. Uh, is this is this linked to the hand clap game? Hang on. No, it's a different book. Okay, uh school children often play Peace Porch hot by pairing off and clapping their hands to the rhyme as follows. Peas, <laughs> in parens, clap both hands to thighs. Porridge, in parens, clap hands together. Hot. Clap partner's hands. Peas. Clap both hands to thighs. <laughs> I'm not going to keep reading this. You, you guys got it. Oh, and it, it breaks down later into left hands only and right hands only. So that's exciting. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Let's see. Uh, oh, it's got a bunch of. Wow. It's got a bunch of pop culture in here. Of course, Little House on the Prairie um the the line says, Young Laura recalls singing the song as bean porridge hot. Laura notes that she likes bean porridge hot or cold, but in her house it never lasts nine days that that's a lot, I guess, yeah um yeah, it gets uh yeah, it gets um i I don't know it gets used in a lot of movies, I guess. Oh, I also in a couple of Mickey Mouse cartoons. Okay. Oh, and in the Mountain Goat Song, Pink and Blue.
1: Well, look at that. Hmm.
3: I'm really. I mean, porridge is here, and that's basically a sauce, right? Clickin' and porridge.
0: The sausage of puddings. Mm.
3: <laughs> the, yeah, pudding sauce. Sausage. You know.
0: Uh, the H.J. Heinz Company, better known as Heinz, is an American food processing company. Just love to be food processing company. Man. <laughs> uh, it's based in Pittsburgh. Um, it was founded by Henry John Heinz in 1869. It's got the ketchup. Uh, hmm. Since 1896, the company has used its 57 Varieties slogan. It was inspired by a sign advertising 21 styles of shoes. And Henry Hines chose the number fifty-seven, even though the company manufactured more than sixty products at the time. <laughs> what? fifty-seven—it's
2: yeah. a more memorable number than sixty. I have to give it to him.
1: Yeah. Why?
3: Why? No, that doesn't make any sense. Sixty yeah, is no, just.
2: You should do over. There's 60. so many sixties. There's sixty there, seconds in a minute. There's. Okay. Sixty is. Hit me with one that's not about time. There's sixty. Um. Sixty something books in the Bible. No, there's eighty eighty eight.
3: No. Not true. How many <laughs> how
2: many other things are there fifty-seven of, Kyle?
3: That's you know what? True. that's fair. Yeah. I have to give you that. He, I can't think of he another thing as fifty seven. Fifty
2: seven for ketchup.
0: I thought it was he
3: staked a... he staked it for steak sauce.
0: Steak? I thought it was Sorry. like uh, like Dr. Pepper and there's like fifty seven different tomato flavors. I guess it's just marketing no i didn't think that no what they're saying is like there's there's 57 different products that our company makes oh just generally one of them yeah
3: (laughs) wait wait what it just like all together like hey
0: it goes more into it in in uh in the history amazing um he was inspired by an advertisement he saw while riding an elevated train in new New in new york city uh and then he picked the number more or less at random because he liked the sound of it, selecting seven specifically because, as he put it, it's the psychological influence of that figure and of its oh enduring significance to people of all ages.
3: That's ridiculous.
0: Yeah. Um, it goes into a bunch of history. It talks about the merger. It's all over the place it's in Canada, it's in India, it's in China, the United Kingdom. <laughs> There's a Heinz Monument. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, you, you we I think we talked about this once, didn't we? we
1: I
3: feel like we have, probably yeah.
0: have. Yeah, it's the eighteen sixty-four chimney of the former Cape Cornwall mine visible in the center. Um uh, commemorates the purchase of Cape Cornwall for the nation by H. J. Hines Company. It's wild. <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird. Yes, that is. Um they're talking about barbecue sauce. It's not oh,
3: linked. no. <gasps> I still have time.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Do they, is sauce linked anywhere? They talk about sauce 27 times here. Um, <coughs> Lots of sauce. <laughs> baked beans. Sauce, 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 sauce. You eat baked beans sauce, barbecue. Sauce, 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 Sorry. HP sauce. HP sauce, sauce is linked. Sauce, yeah. Ah, shoot. <laughs> Uh, hmm. <laughs> Jack Daniel's sauces. Oh, that's close. Mm-hmm. But that uh, the, the link here is Jack Daniels. Oh no! Oh, it's just two Jack Daniels. Yeah, it looks oh, like boo. it. Oh, boo! Yeah.
2: <coughs> Daddies? What is daddy? These Daddy's. are the brands. Not not possessive. Plural.
0: No, plural
2: daddies. Daddies. <laughs> I think
0: I gotta go to daddy's. <laughs> like, of of these, like, Lee and Piran's, not, not barbecue sauce. Waddies. look at the one above it. Not barbecue sauce.
2: Bagel Bites, not. No, no. Oh, I thought it said complain. It's just complain. Complain. Complan. ABC. ABC
0: barbecue sauce is kind of a good name because it's ABC and then BBQ. <laughs> like, that would be Oh, really yeah, dumb. that is
3: good that is good i like green that.
0: seeds no i'm clicking on daddy <laughs> this could be so bad but i can't wait going to daddy's I'm clicking on daddy. No, no no
3: okay so porridge uh, a food commonly eaten eaten as a breakfast cereal dish made by boiling ground crushed or chopped starchy plants typically grain in water or milk that makes it sound the most disgusting it possibly could right <laughs> that's the worst uh, it's often served uh, with added flavorings such as sugar, honey, dried fruit, or syrup to make sweet cereal. Um, yeah, yeah, so like that's it. I really, for a half second, thought it was going to also give me like hot sauce, in which case I was going to be like, dang, right
0: there. Mm, there you go, yeah.
3: Um, however, I still might be close. So here's the thing um, I don't know why it mentions this specifically, and also it is cited three times. Uh, under conventional uses, there is one sentence, as well as a breakfast cereal. Porridge is used in many cultures as a common snack, and is often eaten by athletes. End of sentence. Cited three times. Average athlete, man. Just at three. Why? I like. I believe you, but why? Um. Yeah, it does say here that, uh, there are, there have been studies that say that it can lower the risk of heart disease. So that's something. Um, but then they go into like a list of all the, all the varieties of porridges based on what they're made from. So like there's the ones that are all based in maize, like corn based. So there's the Atole, which, uh, Mexican corn flour and water or milk. That's actually real tasty. I've had that before. Um, there uh, grits are listed there polenta um there's uh let's see the other ones i don't recognize here a cornmeal mush and, and then under millet there's like foxtail millet which is apparently staple to china and uh like a middle eastern millet porridge with seasoned with uh, cumin and honey which sounds amazing Ooh. uh and then in case you thought we could get away from this uh milium and aqua is a millet porridge made with goat's milk that was eaten in ancient rome yeah um yeah that's cited by the way in case in case someone doubted it uh to a book called roman cookery what's wrong with you um anyway there's also oats which okay so you uh hey Sky. Yeah. Uh, you know, gruel is a uh, is a kind of very thin porridge. It says here that's it. It actually describes it as often drunk rather than, than eaten. So let's say you are in in the English speaking world, uh-huh. and you have a kind of porridge that is made from unprocessed oats or wheat. What do you call that? What's the What's the name that you give that? shaft How about groats? No. <laughs> No, I don't like that. <laughs> well, well, you are wrong, then.
0: Like oats, but gross. <laughs> yeah, you got like? it
3: right in one. You got that. <laughs> mm. <laughs> um, yeah, that's what that's what's called. Uh, and then there's all the right, rice-based ones, which holy cow, there are so many rice-based ones. Ooh, wait, hold on a second. Uh, yeah, Filipino. Kanji called luga or arroz caldo it contains saffron ginger and sometimes meat it can contain tofu fish sauce oh dang this has got to be so close i gotta be so close to <laughs> um barbecue sauce uh, no. yeah. well yes like all of those things are in barbecue sauce multiple of those things are in barbecue sauce Dang, I'm really I'm really disappointed. I, a lot of these have like other spices or things like that that could be whoa, whoa, goodness. Uh genfo is a thick porridge made by lightly roasting uh any combination of Ethiop- Ethiopian oats along with something from uh the starch of from the root of the false banana tree which just sounds amazing. What? Oh man. There's not like a hot food or like a uh, uh, there's a lot of spicy food in here or spicy um, uh flavorings, but nothing that I would say is the same as uh barbecue sauce. There's curry leaves hmm mm. i I suddenly ended up getting a lot a lot closer than I expected, Tim I
2: mm-hmm. think about it. are you tapping out? Is it too much no, for you? No, I no. I, I
3: was gonna ask. I was gonna ask you what you thought. <laughs> Goodness. Um, <laughs> um. Chili sauce. Oh, chili sauce is here. Oh, I'm clicking that. Oh,
2: nice. Uh, there's also Dang, false banana tree.
3: Yeah, I read that part because it's amazing. <laughs> I'm very, I'm very curious about the false banana tree, but I was able to focus long Chili enough
2: sauce and to click paste. on something actually. Yeah. Hey, hey, Sky, tell us about Daddy's.
0: Daddy's. This article oh, is about no. the brand name for the plural of daddy. See, father. <laughs> <laughs> like my da- my father? <laughs> Go ask your dad. <laughs> Daddy's is a brand of ketchup and brown sauce in the United Kingdom. Oh Swing and God. a miss. <laughs> The brown sauce product, known as Daddy's Sauce, was launched (laughs) in 1904. (laughs) And the ketchup was launched in 1930.
3: Oh, Oh, this is so good. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my gosh.
0: Yeah. Nothing I, do you have
3: anything to work with?
0: It's not a time. Uh, here. The oh, recently changed. published book H- HP Sauce: My Ancestors Legacy tells the story of how Moore, on oh. <laughs> un- visiting Garton, saw a sauce brewing in the back copper. Garton explained that his it was his new sauce called H P Sauce. Moore canceled the debt and paid Garton one hundred and fifty pounds, which is around. 20,000 pounds in today's money for the recipe of HP sauce and also other sauces, including Daddy's Sauce. <laughs> well, both brands remain solid competitors in the UK marketplace, with strong regional popularity in the Midlands, Wales, and the West Country, Daddy's Ketchup trails the dominant market leader, the better known Heinz Tomato Ketchup.
3: This is not going to get any better than I'm this. I'm clicking on brown is, sauce. This is the uh. best possible that we could have had. Um... So here's the thing. Uh, Chili sauce and paste. Uh, Chili sauce may be hot, sweet, or a combination thereof. And I mean, same. And may differ from hot sauce in that many sweet or mild varieties exist, which is typically lacking in hot sauces, I guess. Um, Here's the thing here. It says, uh, well, hang on. Where did I read that? Uh, Some include sugar uh, and some have, let's see, chili pepper. Some are fermented with beans, and uh, chili sauces and pastes can be used as a dipping sauce, cooking glaze, and marinade. And I'm not going to keep reading this page. There's a bunch on here, by the way. Um, uh, barbecue sauce not on here. I I, I did check. Okay. But um, there's options but, though, at least. Yeah. Well, dipping sauce is mm-hmm. one. I'm clicking dipping sauce.
0: All right. Brown sauce. This is a horse race, guy. Served with, um, served. It's served. Sorry. <laughs> this is a
2: depressing page.
0: Yeah, what? it's a traditional condiment served with food in the United Kingdom and Ireland. Normally dark brown in color, the ingredients include a varying combination of tomatoes, molasses, dates, apples, tamarind, oh, yeah. spices, vinegar, and sometimes raisins. It uh, tastes either tart or what? sweet with a peppery taste similar to that of Worcester sauce. It I've had this sauce before. It's similar good. To brown, it is similar to brown sauce marketed as steak sauce in the United States. What? Uh, it's traditionally eaten with meals such as full breakfast and bacon sandwiches.
3: I'm thinking of a different thing then.
0: Might be thinking of Worcester sauce, right? That's possible, I suppose. Yeah. I'm going to click on steak sauce, I think.
3: Well, I'm going to click. Because uh, oh, they dipping do talk sauce. about
0: brands here. And one oh. of the brands they mentioned is OK Sauce. This is just okay. This will get you there.
3: (laughs) You know, it's good to know what you're doing, I guess. It's good to understand your strengths, I suppose. Um, A dip or dipping sauce is a common condiment for many types of food. Dips are used to add flavor or texture to a food, such as pita bread, dumplings, crackers, cut up raw vegetables, fruits, uh, seafood, cubed pieces of meat and cheese, potato chips. You know, I mean, you know the rest. Uh, They have... uh, how they're... Oh, oh, Alton Brown suggests that a dip is defined based on what?
0: Oh, shoot.
3: Oh, you know this? this no. Is...
0: <laughs> but remember when I... Remember the Waypoint sauce discourse? No. I feel like this is related. <laughs>
3: remember? Oh, yeah, I didn't know, because water is a sauce. Yeah, whether water
0: is a sauce. Yes. What can dip... if? Okay. What defines dipping sauce yeah. is... One mm, you dip it and one drip comes off of it and that's it. Or no drips. <laughs> think it's, it's well, this is Alton Brown, drips. remember. Yeah.
3: Okay, so Alton Brown, you're you're not super far off. Um he suggests that a dip is defined based on its ability to maintain contact with its transport mechanism over three feet of
0: white carpet. There we go. I was just going the wrong said, way. Yeah.
3: Yeah, no, you just said the the other thing. Um, dips in various forms this is a great sentence by the way dips in various forms are eaten all over the world and people have been using sauces for dipping for thousands of years that guys is cited that's a real thing that's cited to the oxford companion to american food and drink (laughs) page
0: 145
3: yeah uh there's a list of dips here and uh on here of course barbecue sauce and I'm going to click barbecue sauce you made
2: it barbecue sauce and
3: somehow somehow
2: two above blue cheese dressing good job
3: I'm so confused how I pulled that out I'm glad
0: you did though because man we've been you know we've been all around wikipedia I don't think (laughs) I've been to a more like depressing series of (laughs) of pages than like brown sauce and steak sauce (laughs) (laughs) Like, look at this photo. This is captioned two types of steak sauce, and like, two? one of them looks like just brown stuff with black stuff in it, and the other one just looks like soup. Like, it I don't think this, this like is soup. true.
2: So, like, <laughs> I don't think this is right. If you had clicked on Kraft instead of Heinz, oh yeah, you would no. have found barbecue sauce. Although it was it was under a brand list, so it might not have been accepted. Uh,
3: oh, I I would have been fine with yeah, that fine. But
2: it. although both Kraft and Heinz do have their own barbecue sauces. So <laughs> yeah, just, I knew that Heinz did. Just the fate of Wikipedia.
0: Yeah. That's how it, <laughs> how it works sometimes. Sometimes you just the, end, the... end up getting the brown sauce. <laughs> the brown.
3: <clears throat> oh man. Uh I guess barbecue sauce also abbreviated barbecue sauce. <laughs> or BBQ sauce is used as a flavoring sauce marinade based in condiment or topping for meat cooked in the barbecue cooking style, including pork or beef ribs and chicken. It's a ubiquitous condiment in the Southern United States. What? Hey, we, we use it here too. And, are, and is used on many other foods as well. Mm. That, that's it. I'm not reading the rest of it. <laughs> Tim, what made you decide to go to barbecue sauce?
2: I don't know. Oh I mean, I wandered gosh. around and uh, uh, I actually went through like invisible ink, which oh, got me to oh, like man. vinegar. And, uh, oh, yeah. and then I got I the almost, barbecue sauce. So I'm like, you know what?
3: It's basically I'm a like, straight line. you know what? Yeah, People I eat
2: rabbits that. sometimes. <laughs> so I could link these two and create a fun game about it. And then nice. I tried and like, uh oh. But it's too late now,
3: <laughs> <laughs> and we did that thing.
0: Yeah, I was gonna click out vinegar next, which would take us to, to a complete, um, complete circle. That was one of, of I our have... first starting page, I think.
3: Yeah, I should have clicked on invisible ink. That's a that would have been a really good idea because yeah, yeah, vinegar or lemon juice are both both used as invisible inks. Yeah.
2: So yeah. Well, cool. A- anything you want to say about barbecue sauce? It's fine. Yeah. I like it.
3: Yeah,
0: I was gonna say that. I don't have any strong feelings about it. I don't have strong like some people are like, ah, oh, dry, dry ribs only, or I like my yeah. ribs wet. And I'm like, I like both of them if they're good. Like, <laughs> just give, just yeah. give me ribs. Give me those
2: ribs. <laughs> Agreed. I'll eat, I'll I... eat them.
3: Yeah, I'm not. I'm not picky. I like food.
2: Just, just in general. Whenever I go to a barbecue place and they have like the sauces out, I I want to always use them all. Yep. <laughs> like I want to just get a big old brisket and just like section that <laughs> off <laughs> and like cross section it. Like you, you this North Carolina sauce. You get this territory to impress me. Yeah. You get this territory. <laughs> And then I'll leave a little bit at the end that's unclaimed, just <laughs> to uh, to give the winners, uh, you know, more more of what they're due. So
3: yeah, more space to work
0: with.
2: That's how that's how I roll with the sauce. Nice. Yeah,
3: that's understandable.
0: All right, we've talked we've talked about our feelings on condiments.
2: Yeah, I I yeah, am very I pro condiment. Yeah,
3: I i i think that's great i don't have a problem with them i i don't like go out of my way to search for it but i like them
2: i have worked with people who do not abide by condiments at all
3: i do not i understand do not
2: understand people. it either if you <laughs> do not abide by condiments uh email us at, <laughs> at wstbcast <laughs> at gmail.com is that an address yeah, it's a real. We'll thing. make it an uh, yeah. address because I want to
0: know. Yeah, email us. We'll print out your email. Yeah, cover <laughs> it in SketchUp, and then I'll eat it
2: and send air. it back to you.
0: Or,
3: or alternately, just tweet at us, maybe.
2: Please include Let's a self-addressed, lathered envelope
3: oh, in good. sauce. <laughs> Thank you for for specifying. To.
2: Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Well, thank you for joining us on our journey tonight from Who Framed Roger Rabbit to Barbecue Sauce. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sorry it got a little brown. Uh,
3: Oh, We're always a little bit saucy,
2: Tim. It's true. Oh, we should be saucier.
3: Mm, That's probably
1: true.
2: If you liked (laughs) what you heard here and (laughs) do wish us to be saucier or not, let us know uh, by giving us a review. We'd really appreciate that. On Apple Podcasts yeah. since iTunes is dead. Uh anywhere oh, yeah. else that you uh acquire this podcast through legal or illegal means, we don't mind.
1: What what
2: what? You can also reach our website at wskbcast.blogspot.com or hit us up on Twitter at WSKBcast. We also have a Facebook page to search We Should Know Better and click on the one that's not a group of people that are disappointed that they don't know better about things, I guess. There has yeah. to be one out there, right?
3: There probably is, yeah. yeah. What
2: for people that are just never gotten over the fact that their parents constantly scolded them?
3: We should know we better. Should. There uh, you
2: go. Uh, Is there anything else that you guys would like to plug? Uh,
3: no, I'm I'm good. I just uh, now I'm thinking about food, and uh, I already ate dinner, so if i have snacks not now tonight it's uh, it's your guys' fault nice. i just want to let you
0: know nice
3: no tim that's bad <laughs> <laughs> i don't
0: oh. have anything okay that's just living good. life you know <laughs> one day at a time <laughs>
3: all right <laughs> good night you guys
0: good night <laughs>
1: Nice.
2: Good. That's our that's our ending singer theme, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, <coughs> uh, I was, had to cough. That was a plural of daddy.
0: See father. Daddies. Yes. <laughs>